the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Wake Up with Randy Corcoran on News Talk 710 KNUS. Back at Tower 2 at 6.06. So good to have you along. Our phone number here is 303-696-1971. 696-1971. Donald Trump is up on the TV monitor. And it reminded me of something that I wanted to clarify because, man, oh, man, you know, I listen to this radio station. I listen to other um, programs and, you know, flipping around the dials or whatever. And you will hear the news coverage whether it's CBS, MSLSD, you know, just the traditional networks talking about, or they'll play this clip of Donald Trump from his interview with Sean Hannity. And I should have recorded this. I didn't, but I'll just read it. It's, it's short and easy, but here's what they play. It's Donald Trump sitting down with Hannity, and he says there doesn't have to be a process. As I understand it, if you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying it's declassified even by thinking about it. And then they stop the clip and a commentator or a writer will go on and on. Donald Trump now claims telepathic powers to declassify documents by quote, thinking about it. They never play the rest of the clip. They never play it. So I'll say it again. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying it's declassified, even by thinking about it. And then he went on, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president. You make the decision. So when you send it, it's declassified. We, I declassified everything. They never play the second half. It's amazing. It's amazing. I heard during our top of the hour CBS news break. Oh, we found a call. Someone from inside the White House called a January 6th rioter, an insurrectionist. The worst, most ignorantly planned insurrection in the history of the world. People who showed up without weapons, disorganized. A few hundred idiots who actually broke the law went into the Capitol. Of course, you know, if you've watched any of the lengthy um, stretches of video that are out there before the breaches on the Capitol, the Capitol Police were firing on the crowd. And yes, there were absolutely instigators. There is video of people changing out of their dark clothing, look just like Antifa into Trump clothing. And then, of course, there's the infamous 
Ray Epps, that they never want to talk about it. Well, one strong Republican, and I don't know, he may be more of a libertarian than Republican. Um, hard, hard to put. I've, I've spent time with Thomas Massey. Love Thomas Massey. Brilliant. He's created his own little empire at home, this self-contained power grid and energy source and fascinating man to talk to. I, I can't say we're you know close friends or anything like that, but the time I've been with him, I've been very, very impressed. And he had questions. He had questions and comments about Ray Epps, the FBI number 16 on the list of the FBI's most wanted after January 6th. That nobody, not Liz, not the outgoing Liz Cheney, not the, gee, I'm just too scared to run again because I'll get my hat handed to me and my ass kicked by a MAGA candidate, Adam Kinzinger. Thomas Massey had this to say about January 6th and Ray Epps. I moved to strike the last word and I have yeah, a video. I'm just recognized. We have, a, we have a video to show if we can start that. In fact, tomorrow... Pausing it right there because, ah, shoot, I start now my fingers. Can you make that screen bigger? I hate to start that over. In fact, if you can silence that down and run a minute off of it, I'd like to pick it up where we left off. But if you make that bigger, then I can pause it and make it go. Thank you very much. Um, I paused it there because that's Ray Epps, by the way. We have to go into the Capitol and the peaceful Trump supporting supporters, the protesters who were they weren't protesters. They didn't start out as protesters. They were there in support of the recounting of the legal process of challenging the electoral count that was underway for the first time. Democrats had tried it multiple times, but they could never get both a uh, Senate member and a House member to do it. You know how to start that and run it out a minute, that number two or that number B? Go ahead and run that. If you can turn it down, run it a minute off of it, if you will, for me. All right. Um, here, I'll start it. If you can just strike the last word and I have a video. Can you just turn that down so it doesn't play? I'm All right. Well, now that it's about a minute, I'll stop it. And the reason I stopped it is because that was Ray Epps doing all the shouting. That was Ray Epps uh, encouraging everybody to go into the Capitol. And it was pro uh, supporters of Donald Trump who were shouting, Fed, Fed, in the background there. So this recording goes on. Go ahead and bring that up for me now, Lewis, if you would. Now, next part of this video is him encouraging the first people who are kicking down fences. Capitals this direction. We're going to the Capitol. Ray Epps. 
that direction. Well, there you have it. This is the only person that we have on video before the events on January 6th saying, go into the Capitol, go into the Capitol. He says, I'll probably go to jail for this. I'll probably be arrested. He knew what he was saying. And what's, what strikes all of us on this side of the aisle, just incredible, is the lack of curiosity on the other side of the aisle. They want to get to the bottom of this. They claim that somebody planned it. You've got somebody here the day before planning it. Somebody the day of directing hundreds of people where to go and then being present at the very first breach of that outer perimeter, the first bike rack that went over, he's whispering in somebody's ear. Well, the FBI knew that. I'm going to pause this for just a second. Joe Day happens to be on Fox News, and let's have a listen. The Emerson polls got you down 10. Other people think you're primed for one of the biggest upsets. In the, over the next six weeks, you have a gap to close. That's one thing pretty clear. What do you, have to, what do, you do different than Senator Bennett? Well, I show up. Uh, I, I'll support uh, good oil and gas jobs here in, in the western uh, United States and make sure that we, you know, get this energy crisis under control. Um, these polls, they're all over the place. There's another one out that shows me within a point. Uh, I don't know who to believe. I can tell you that I'm used to being the underdog. Uh, I, I like coming from behind. I'm going to work hard up until uh, the very last day. Uh, I'll outwork Senator Bennett. That's just the facts. I, that's uh, all I know in my life. And, and that's how we're going to get across the finish line. We built a huge tent here in Colorado. A lot of good GOP, Trump supporters, a lot of unaffiliateds, and even some Democrats have come on board because they know I'm going to do a better job in the U.S. Senate than Michael Bennett. Joe, I was in Denver uh, about six weeks ago, and I did notice you have a, you have a bad homeless problem. Uh, we got it really bad in New York. Most cities and people watching us in cities have it too, or small towns. Your program of giving Denver, handing out 12... Yeah, let's go ahead and step out of there. Good to see Joe getting on TV there. And listen, I've got my my uh, issues with Joe Day, as, as many of the listeners to 710 KNUS do on certain issues. But Michael Bennett, rubber stamp for Joe Biden. Majorities matter. We're not fighting just for our beliefs or our belief system right now. We're fighting for our country as it was originally constructed. Do you know it was 246 years ago in about two days? I think it was September 22nd. Should have written it down. But 246 years ago that one of the first American patriots was executed, Nathan Hale. And what did he say? It was I should didn't write this down either, but I remember it pretty well. Something along the lines of my only regret is that I have but one life to give for my country. On Constitution Day, doing this show, we read the names of the signers of the United States Constitution. And every single one of them knew that they were putting everything they had, their loved ones, their wealth, their property, and their very lives on the line. Because by signing that document, they were committing treason against the crown and the full force of the most powerful military the world had ever seen up until that time was already on the ground in the colonies of the United States of America. And they did it anyway. So I'm just not going to be patient with or 
discuss anymore about whether we vote Republican, even the Republicans that uh, that we may that may let us down, because right now it is stopping the enemy. There is good and there is evil. And I'm not saying Republicans good, Democrats evil, but the evil that's going on in our country as we speak is brought about by Democrats. Our top of the hour news talking about, oh, you know, they're trying to keep the January 6th thing going. The January 6th hearings flopped. They'll be bringing them back right before election time. They'll have them right on in prime time. And that was a tease for a 60 Minutes piece tomorrow night, apparently, where they're going to say, well, we know someone inside the White House was talking to someone at the Capitol on January 6th. (gasps) Oh, my God. Imagine that. Anyway, let's just finish up with Thomas Massey here. This was somebody to investigate, and they made him number 16 on their most wanted list. Number 16. But on, by July, without explanation, they took his name off of the, and his picture off of their website. Without explanation, Ray Epps. And then they started doing the New York Times and I think the Atlantic or one of the other left-wing support groups out there did a piece on Ray Epps and how troubled it is. He had to move. He had to go somewhere because people were looking at him in a negative way. And wondering what he was doing there on Jan. They didn't ask him anything about what he was saying, what he was doing. He was an instigator. They didn't subject him to the 12 hours of cross-examination like they do with the Trump family or anyone who's a supporter of Donald Trump. It's hypocrisy. They're coming for you. And that's why we just keep slugging away with everything that we've got. Showing up, speaking out, no fear, standing up for patriotism and patriots everywhere I go. And we've got two opportunities to get together over the next week or two. And one of them we'll talk about next week, but I'll just bring it to your attention right now so you can block the time. It's October the 6th, Thursday and evening. We the Women, and I don't know this group. I was so honored to be invited out to speak. Uh, But We the Women have put together a presentation called The Power of 500. The Power of 500. And it'll be out at the Rock Church. If, uh, if If you live down south, you know where the Rock Church is. I'll have the details on that. It's it's a little past Castle Rock, as I recall. I've ridden down there many times. Um, but people you know are going to be there, including me, Mark Baisley. Our own Deborah Flora now does 3 to 4 o'clock every day here on 710 KNUS. Um, Republican gubernatorial candidate Heidi Ganahl will be speaking, and I will be there as well. Kicks off at 6 o'clock with the Pledge of Allegiance and opening remarks. Really encourage you to come. Hopefully we'll have somebody from the... Uh, Power of 500, We the Women group, to come on next Saturday and talk about it. Next Saturday, this coming Saturday, we will be broadcasting live from the Adams County Reagan Roundup. We'll be out there doing the show. The Roundup actually kicks off at 6, but of course they open the doors and uh, do things earlier than that. And uh, it really should be an awful lot of fun. I encourage you to go to the Adams County GOP website, which is 
AdamsGOP.com and check it out. When we come back, we're going to be joined briefly by the chairman of the Adams County Republican Party, Joanne Windholtz. She'll tell us all about it. Really looking forward to not only seeing you out there next Saturday, but broadcasting the show. Right now, though, it's time to take a quick break at 621. I'm Randy Corcoran, 710. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. Text the studio directly on the 710 KNUS app. Get it free at the App Store or Google Play. Yeah. A little more time to air it out. 625 text messages know me well randy the car guy of course you love highway star by deep purple you got that right all right before break i was mentioning a couple opportunities for us to get together october 6th the power of 500 event at the rock church i'll uh, dig up the website if you want to get tickets for that and definitely give it to you before the end of the show but uh, Heidi Ganahl will be there, our own Deb Flora, uh, afternoon host here on 710 KNUS, will be there. And uh, should be very interesting. I was unfamiliar uh, with this particular group that's putting together the Power of 500 presentation. But um, it involves women, and so I like it. The women of, what was it again? The women of, oh, I had it open just a second ago. All right, well, we'll figure that out, but right now. Next Saturday, I'm very excited about this because we will be broadcasting live from the Reagan Roundup, the probably the last major fundraiser for the Adams County GOP before election time. And the chair of Adams County, the Adams County Republican Party, joins us now, Joanne Windholtz. Good evening, madam. Well, hello. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I uh I guess the uh, the event itself kicks off at 6 o'clock, so we'll have an hour of broadcast time. People want to come in, get on the air, or uh, just watch and see how a radio show gets delivered. That's always an awful lot of fun. Cash bar, <laughs> dinner, dancing, kid activities. Tell everybody about it. Okay. Actually, that's great. It's at the Ranch Country Club there on 120th, uh, just west of Huron. And uh, it's, like you said, it starts at 6, and uh, dinner... Uh, it's going to be Southern Barbecue, and uh, so it's really going to be delicious. Um, we do have a, 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 it's a family affair. It's not, it's not the, the, the formal kind of dinner. Uh, that not, not like a Lincoln, like not Lincoln like a Lincoln Day. Day, yeah. Absolutely. So it's going to be lots of fun. We've got, actually, this uh, Kristen Giles is a three-time national uh, champion for country dance. It's going to be there with her troupe. Wow. And uh, so, yeah. And so we're going to get a chance to get some free dance lessons and have lots of just lots of fun dancing. And um, Randy Mack, who is a, a local comedian, of, uh, of, I understand he's from Colorado Springs. And so he's going to be there. And so I know there's going to be lots of uh, a jiving and that with uh, some poli- a few political jokes, I'm sure. And uh, so it's going to be fun. Um, looking forward to seeing you, of course. Well, we can cer- uh, we can it, certainly use a little comedy and a little fun as we get into this the the home stretch of this oh. election. Man, ballots are going out in just three weeks. I know it, and we've got a great 
group of candidates coming out of Adams. So I'm just, we just really want to uh, raise a lot of funds so we can help them get this, this last big push. And um, so every house, we've got nine house districts, two Senate districts. So we've got a lot to do besides CD8. Yeah, CD eight's a big one, and uh, I haven't seen polling on Barb Kirkmeyer. What's happening there? I know that the RNC, and for people new to this time slot, new to me, I'm the Republican National Committee man, so I get a lot of this inside information about what's going on. But uh, they definitely see the brand new CD eight as a pickup for Republicans. Oh, they do, and it's uh, a portion of it is uh, in Adams, which we're you know really thrilled about, and uh, then a lot in Well County. So, it uh, is we've got a real good opportunity to make uh, a real good splash uh, come November. So that's what we're working on. Very, very exciting. So the ranch starts at six o'clock. When do the doors open? Obviously, they got to open up early enough for me to get in because. I go on the air at five. Well, I guess I could broadcast from the parking lot, bring a generator or something. <laughs> well, I, I will let you in. Okay. Don't worry about it. Very good. Yeah, and yes, actually, yeah, you can start coming at 530. Uh, we'll kick off at 630, and, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody. Absolutely, and Southern Barbecue, you can't beat that at the, as we you know, rock into fall here. Oh, you betcha. And we with a great silent auction items coming, too, so you don't want to miss it. John, what's the website if people want to get tickets? Uh, go to www.adamsgop.com. It's and right on the front page. Just hit the donate or buy your tickets button. I, I always laugh when people, you know, in our age group give websites and uh, because you just don't need the www anymore. I know. You it's don't. just adamsgop.com, adamsgop.com. It's hilarious. So, you yeah, got it. get your tickets, dinner, dancing, fun. We'll be broadcasting the show. Look forward to seeing you then. And, and Joanne, thanks so much for the invite. I really do appreciate it. Oh, you're really welcome. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you. All right. God bless, and thanks so much. It's uh-huh. 6.31, and we've got about a hour, hour, half hour left in the show, 303-696-1971. We'll get to the phones here in just a second, but I um, want to make sure I get another piece of audio in. It's another story that the mainstream media barely covers, another story that, you know, the typical – Uh, Radio jockey or newspaper columnist or whatever gives very, very short shrift to. Uh, But I'm sure that you heard about it. And that is that um, an 18-year-old Republican kid, 18-year-old, just a a gorgeous kid. He just looks bright and he's a good-looking kid. His intelligence in his eyes, his name was Kaler Ellingson. Kaler Ellingson. He was just out with his friends. And he, he committed the sin of being a Republican. And a North Dakota man, I will just say his name one time because we're going to play some sound of this disgusting animal's voice. 41-year-old Shannon Brandt ran him over, mowed him down with his truck for the crime of being a Republican kid. His claim was that the kid was threatening him. No evidence of that so far. In fact, when Brandt started chasing, I'm not saying his name anymore, when this devil started chasing the young man, he called his mom. 
He called his mom. He said, we're being chased, mom. Somebody's following us. Somebody's coming after us. That was the last thing this mom heard from 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson. Just mowed him down with his truck. I blame Joe Biden, of course. Joe Biden with his dark, devilish, cloaked in red, Marines standing on either side, hate speech where he looked like a weak, addled Adolf Hitler, shaking his fists. MAGA Republicans are the danger to our country, bringing down our country. He inspired this, this violence, and he's responsible for this death. So Brandt left the scene. He mows this 18-year-old kid down. And then he runs away like the coward he is. Police find him, arrest him, and the district attorney, the best, I think it was a woman, the best that she or he or it, whatever gender they chose that day, can do is charge him with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of an accident. Vehicular. This was cold blooded murder. Now, the attorney general in North Dakota has agreed to um, look into the case. There may be more charges coming for this devil. But the DA, and we know the problems we're having with DAs right now, the woke DAs, the best that this DA could do with this devil, vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of an accident. So this idiot shows up in court and it sounds like he was unrepresented because he was speaking for himself with regard to his bond and listen to what he had to say. They say, well, the thing is, you don't actually want the product is what we've realized. Wrong. Oh, hmm. Okay, that's the one we couldn't get, huh? All right. Well, I've got it. I'll I will play that for you. Uh, in fact, I think well, we've got callers on the line. Let's uh, bring on Brian first. Brian, good evening. Thanks for waiting. I appreciate it. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you don't sound good, my man. I just want to say I really appreciate you, but you know what? Brian, we we can't hear you. And, uh, Brian, Brian, we can't hear you very. Get Brian back on hold. We'll go to David. Maybe you guys can get things worked out there with Brian. David, welcome to the show. Hi, Randy. Howdy. Uh, did you hear anything about that baby rhino in the San Diego Zoo? I did not. This isn't a Republican joke, is it? Well, no. I, I saw on TV they had that uh, baby rhino in the San Diego Zoo, and they named it Liz Shaney. <laughs> I love it. That's and, and, and I don't, I don't know if there's anything to that or not, but I saw that on the news. Huh. Well, I don't know anything about it, my friend. I really don't. But, uh, but I, I, I like, but I, I like that, the idea. But I do too. I thought that was just great if they did. You know, I just said, you know, there she is, a rhino. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, appreciate I, you. I just thought I. I just thought I'd let you know what I heard, you know, and I don't know if there's any truth. To, uh, I, I don't know if they did or not, or if that was just somebody on the news coming up with that, you know. So, Well, it certainly lightens the evening, and I do appreciate it, David. Thank you very much for the call. And uh, let's before we go back to the phones, let's just hear 
this devil, this idiot who was given a $50,000 bond. Let's just hear what he had to say. Well, I want to see, you know, go by the wayside. All right, let's start this over here. Again. Family that are very important. I saying he's not a flight risk. It's a job and, a, and a, a life and a house and things that I don't exactly want to see, you know, go by the wayside. Family that are very important to me. Oh, I've got, I've got, yeah. Yeah, family is very important to me. Some things I don't want to see go by the wayside. My house, my job. Not a freaking word about, gosh, I'm sorry I killed this beautiful 18-year-old kid with his entire life ahead of him. It's just shocking to me. And they let him out on a $50,000 bond? And his comments to the judge are, well, gosh, there are things I care about. My house, my job, I, I have a family. This is disgusting. If the attorney general of North Dakota or the feds, this was a hate crime. Political perspectives are now hate crimes. I'm not talking like a lawyer. I know the distinctions. I'm talking as a passionate human being, a father who knows a mom no longer has her 18-year-old son, Kaylor Ellingson, because this animal mowed him down. And they let him out for $50,000 with a charge of vehicular homicide and leaving the scene? Premeditated murder. That's all it was. Brian, I don't want to give you short shift. Hopefully we've got your connection better. I definitely want to get you on the air. I hope you'll stay with me because right now, why don't we go ahead and take our break so we have a good long segment to wrap up the show. I'm Randy Corpin. You're listening to 710 KNUS. Now, back to Randy Corcoran, News Talk 710 KNUS, Denver's local talk. Just getting me warmed up. And then we got to wind it down. 6.44, we've got about 15 minutes to go until the top of the hour, the end of the show. Global Alert with Dave Wingington comes on at that time. And um, that song reminds me, I walked into a parts store today. I was buying some tools because I was rebuilding my wife's favorite chair. And I needed a special Torx driver. And one of the advantages now of having Saturdays back during the day, but um, the guy behind the uh, the counter, tall, young guy, had his hair up in a bun, and the same music was playing, White Wedding with Billy Idol, and I walked in, and it gets me going. I'm like, wow, man, good song, and he's like, oh, it's okay. And I run my purchase. I stick my car in, he, card in. He, I ask for a bag. He puts it in the bag. No words. No talking. Hands me the bag. I say, thanks, man. Yeah, okay. 
And I, I just thought after I got outside, man, that kid needs a lesson in customer service. I have worked behind counters. I have bust tables and, you know, ran an auto shop. And, you know, long before my almost quarter century now of being a lawyer, I did lots of customer service work. And you talk to people. You say hello. You smile at them. I should have just gone back in and said, man, do you not like your job? Well, you ought to try communicating with people. Put a smile on your face. Make it a pleasant experience. Next time I'm going to the parts store up the street. But I didn't. I may go back. It just really worked me up. Text messages coming in, including Alexa, who is um, just rubbing it in tonight. And Brian and Johnny will get to both of you, I promise. Alexa sends me a beautiful glass of red wine picture under a gorgeous tent, a mountain. Oh, man, this mountain view is absolutely gorgeous and says, Ugh, I'm off my RBC schedule, enjoying the mountains, lunch at Sauce on the Blue in Silverthorne, dinner at Cooper's on the Creek in Georgetown, staying at the Hotel Chateau Chamonix. I can't pronounce that fancy stuff. Highly recommend all three for you and Tana and your kids, their spouses, Alexa. God bless you, Alexa. That is really a good idea. That is truly beautiful. Another text message. I'd forgotten about this. Remember, Randy, remember when the Dems, I think it was in Virginia, cut a political ad where MAGA drove down people of color? I remember that ad. It was. I think that was during the Trump election, was it not? They were trying to put the fear of God in against MAGA, white people, Donald Trump, the guy who welcomed more people of color, black, brown, more women, more gays into the Republican Party percentage-wise than any president maybe in my lifetime. I'd have to look that up, but it was massive. The Democrats are running scared because it looks like, according to polling, at least 20% of black folks are inclined to vote Republican this year. That is an incredible number for Republicans. In fact, you get that number to 30%, Democrats will never win another election. And Hispanics, too. Hispanics don't believe in sucking babies into the sink right up until the time of their birth. Hardworking Hispanics don't believe in an open border where people come in and start sucking off the taxpayer and maybe take jobs. So many of the Hispanic folks that I know are hardworking, many of them self-made businessmen and women, family people, God-fearing people, churchgoers. Regardless of all those things, they understand what it takes to have a country. You have to have a border. Yeah, I remember that ad. It was it was ugly. It was dark. And it was designed to play off the fears that Barack Hussein Obama stoked with the lies about Missouri and the lies about uh, if you, you looked like me down in Florida. Just all of those things. Just crazy. Absolutely insane. Another texter wrote in Randy Maybe the young man that he killed had things that he wanted to do and family he wanted to love, too. I want to just play this one more time because I didn't set it up very well. This is the killer of young Kaler Ellingson. And the texter said Taylor. It's Kaler with the C. Kaler Ellingson. This is his killer arguing why he shouldn't have a mere $50,000 bail to be let out of jail. It's disgusting. A job and, a, and a, a life and a house and things that I don't exactly want to see 
gonna go by the wayside. God damn that man. God damn him. All right, it's 649. I promise to get to calls. I will. Um, you know what, Brian and Johnny, there's a little audio I just have to play. I just have to. Because I, I played this last week. This was uh, Kamala Harris. We're now as a nation battling a threat from within. Is the threat equal or greater than what we faced after 9-11? So you look at everything from the fact that there are 11 people right now running for Secretary of State, the keepers of the integrity of the voting system of their state, who are election deniers. You've got... And what's up? So because of idiots like Vice President Kamala Harris and her and the mainstream media and the lightweights behind many microphones talking about how we can't talk about the election, Republicans are afraid to continue to push back on 2020. So before we go to the phones, I just want to take you back to Kamala Harris in 2018. Um, so we recently also, I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines, um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states but are not state-of-the-art from our perspective. That mind-numbed, hypocrite dummy was just a senator back in 2018. Here's another one, Amy Klobuchar. How confident are you? that the 2018 midterm elections are going to be legitimate. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. You have 21 states that were hacked into. They didn't find out about it for a year, and that's one of the reasons that we want to pass our bill so that, the, that there's now a requirement that they tell the individual secretary of states immediately so they can protect themselves. Gosh, gutless commentators, gutless some Republicans, gutless others, did all that talk about elections and fraud damage the Democrats in 2020? Apparently not. According to you, they won the 2020 election. But we can't talk about it. I understand. All right. I did promise calls. Brian especially has been waiting the longest. Brian, I hope we've got your signal sounding good now. How you doing? Hey, Randy. Does it sound a little bit better? Sounds great. Go ahead. So we got this puke of a human being that ran over an 18-year-old child. So we got this family that will never see their 18-year-old child again because of some idiot. And he goes to court and he says, well, you know, I'm worried about my stuff. You're right. It's absolutely disgusting. It makes me sick, actually. And they just say, well, I guess it'll be a $50,000 bond. No, they say, well, the thing is, you don't actually out there with an 18-year-old child in the prime of his life lost him over this freaking idiot that should have known better, this, this piece of trash should not have had bail. I want to start there. And he's whining about $50,000. Give me a break. And he's charged with vehicular manslaughter, not murder. It's, it's just he's outrageous. He's not even, like, taking it serious. I mean, if you think about it, Randy, he's just like, well, you know... It was a fight. No, there's a kid that's 18 year old that's dead. Yeah. Okay. That's serious stuff. I mean, and this guy is arguing about 50. And then the who's this judge, by the way? What's the judge's name? Uh, well, the judge. You know, that's a pretty good bond for vehicular homicide. Um, so it's 
you know that because that can be part that can be carelessness or even recklessness as part of a car accident. Uh, but that's because that's all that was charged. So I'm not a well, but the judge can't charge him. The judge can only go off what he's been charged so far. The attorney general in North Dakota has said he's going to look into it. I hope he does. Brian, I'd like to squeeze in one more call before the end of the show. Hey, hey, I want to ask you one question though, real fast. That's that's been bothering me. This whole Uvalde shooting. I have kids and grandkids. Did our government pay for the guns that shot those kids? Because you tell me an 18-year-old kid working part-time at Wendy's all of a sudden comes up with $5,000 to buy two ARs. He, he could buy an AR for like $900. This doesn't make sense. And I hope um, to God our money didn't pay to kill them kids in Uvalde. There's so much scandal, we forget about the little things. We forget about, think about so that. much. Where does the kid come up with that money? Thanks, Brian. All right, Randy, I love you. God bless. For- Thank you. All right. Let's get to Johnny. Last call of the night, I'm sure. Johnny, welcome. Uh-oh. I killed Johnny. I wonder if the DA will let me out with, uh, you know, reckless driving or something. God, that's just so disgusting, isn't it? Well, if we don't get Johnny back, it leaves me time for one last bit of audio that I think is so important. What time do we go out, Kelly? I forget. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, let's get back to Johnny. We can save uh, this information on the virus, the myocarditis that is now infecting our children's. The thing I warned you about on this station for the last year about these phony vaccinations. It's happening to our kids. It's happening to our colleagues, actors, models, sports people, dropping dead, heart inflammation, strokes. It's happening just like we predicted We'll have to save the audio for next week, and we may need it since we're broadcasting live, and uh, I have no idea how that's going to go. should be fun, though. But, Johnny, you're back. Welcome. Hey, man. Um, I was just thinking, I have a friend who's a weightlifter, female weightlifter in Texas, and I guess in her black community, she says that if she wore a mega hat, she would get killed. And I, I just pressed it up. I said, you crazy. Now we have in North Dakota that really – happening and i'm thinking like you know this propaganda is really working crazy well yeah i mean you you can pin it right at the feet of joe biden and that that godforsaken devil speech that he gave a couple weeks ago in front of independence hall where our constitution was signed with marines at his side that dark bread and his flailing fists he literally looked like an out-of-control and, of course, partially demented Adolf Hitler. It's just strange how we have amnesia. And, and Trump, I mean, they were showing some flashbacks from what Trump said. He was saying exactly what this guy's going to do, and they still voted for him. And then with Polis, I don't even see the, the Polis commercial, firemen saying, we back Polis? I'm thinking, like, what? Who, who, who are these firemen who back Polis? And it's the same like this this propaganda that 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 they're able to, to get away with and get over on people, and then a lot of us forget what what they did and and that's why I just want to keep hammering this is what they did, one, two, three, four, and refresh their memory yeah, we do have to um we do have to keep reminding because it comes at us so fast now that we forget. 
We forget to tell people. We forget to remind people. Uh, things get so disconnected. That's what. That's part of the plan from the left. It's this chaos. Remember during the Trump presidency when gas was cheap, when the border was almost fully secured, when we had national strength, when we were energy independent, the chaos again came from the left. The violence came from the left. It never ends with these people. It's part of the scam, and it's what we've got to continue to push back on. Um, Johnny, I wish you really good luck with your candidacy and your election. Maybe we can talk about that next week. But I got to go right now and um, hope you have a good night and a good weekend. Alexa's just rubbing it in now. She's just showing off because she's sending all these beautiful mountain pictures and more red wine. And really appreciate you listening during uh, during your mountain excursion, Alexa. It's awesome. Don't remember. Don't forget. We'll be broadcasting live from the Reagan Roundup. Go to AdamsCountyGOP.com to get your tickets next Saturday. Look forward to seeing you out there. A Southern Barbecue Dinner. That ought to be awesome. And then October 6th, we'll do the Power of 500 presentation out there at the Rock Church. We'll tell you more about that next Saturday. In the meantime, I'm Randy Corcoran. Always remember, please never, ever forget, God loves you. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.